Welcome to A Dead Man's Roll, a D&D tabletop RPG podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jonathan Hatley, and I'm here with my rollers. I am Josh, and I play Cyrus. How's it going, y'all? My name is Drew. I'm playing as Dizzy Dreadwood. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Marco, and I'm playing Satan. Hey, this is Priyansh, and I play Robert Bohem. The dude's a bard, and sort of a wizard. Hey, y'all, I'm Sarai, and I play the ever-young and naive Mateus Valenciano. Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor, one of the rogues here on our campaigns. Fun fact about Boyan McGregor, his favorite color is red. He doesn't know what red is, he's a little colorblind. Hey, yo, I'm Jose. I play Sochi. He is a king trying to revive his people. Right. How's everyone feeling about our first session together? Nervous. Excited and terrified. Ready to kick ass. Yeah, that's 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 the kick ass. Ever seen Scott Pilgrim versus the world, you know, when uh he jumps right out the window? Yeah, that's uh, how I feel. <laughs> ready to hear a big old GG. You have died. <laughs> Just come up on the screen like it's a dark soul. You die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> Was that a Carl Weezer voice? <laughs> so let me do, introduce you to the world of Irishim. So Irishim, or the land of the dead. This is a plain with one giant landmass that is surrounded by a roaring sea of ash and dust. Along with a white star that casts a gray hue on everything it touches, there is no day or night cycle on this plain. It is one mood all the time. At the center of this landmass is a grandiose cathedral-like building, similar to the Sagrada Familia with a spire that grazes the sky. The air is stale here and the wind is constantly blowing, always kicking up dust in your face. This dust are the prior souls of whoever Sibeth deemed unnecessary or unfit to live here. You might be breathing that in every now and then. But anyway, we're gonna pan to a woman She's in gray and white in the priestly robes. She's walking across this dune sea. She stops as if on command as a bird flies up to her and morphs into a human. She recognizes it, nods to it. The human nods back. And um, everyone, I'd say, uh, let's get our D20 out and roll real quick. All right, so we want higher, is that correct? This is your introduction, so you don't need to really worry about what's high or low. Just uh, just roll. All right, Mr. <laughs> DM, Daddy, Papacito, I rolled a four. Yes, uh, I rolled an 18. 11. I got a six. I got a 12. 14 over here. I rolled a 16. Highest in the order are really um, Robert, him, and Satan. So, Robert, please give me a description of your character. Robert is a 29-year-old bard who, well, uh, is roughly 5'7", 5'8", and uh, has a dusky skin, is wearing a traditional kurta, and... uh, his hair varies from time to time, but 
Today it's just long and silky. All right, and Satan? Hey, uh, I'm a five foot eight, full human, Filipino as well. Skin color is uh, like a light almond eye color, light brown, slight almond shaped eyes. Hair color is black, a wavy mid, a mid length, uh, but it's always messy from wearing a hood all the time. Uh, my right foot has a, a little bit of a sturdier boot um, because of a childhood injury that I had. Uh, something impaled my foot and I forever have to wear this boot to help me walk around normally. Very broad shoulders, but slightly hunched posture and a very scraggly beard trimmed to my jaw. All right. So as your souls are transported through the realm and emerge through the gray sands, you look around and you see this old, frail woman with white hair. She is quiet, but she also has a um, intelligence about her that you can see through her face. She nods to you and she beckons you to walk with her. As you walk towards this giant gray building, how are the characters feeling right now? Probably unsure of self and stuff. No idea what to expect yet. I mean, wasn't even ex expecting to be revived at this point, so we'll see what happens. As you are entering this grand space in this large cathedral-like building, you notice that the perimeter of this space, uh, you see death knights who are adorned in black. Their armor almost sucks in light. As you look at them, their eyes meet you directly. They do not waver, they do not break. What you see on the far end of this hall is the goddess Sibith. She presides over the dead, as you know, and she's already speaking to a soul, but you can't hear her. It's not a overpowering voice. It seems to be almost like a whisper. She's speaking to them, but notices that you have entered the building. She nods to them, points in direction, and basically they walk through this seemingly glowing portal. As you walk up to this goddess, you notice that her skin has kind of tattered, um, almost as if she's been aging for years, but her features are very young. She has this worn parchment paper-like skin that you can almost see through, and when you do look at it, you start to notice that you can see her skeletal frame. You also notice a dark void that seems to be set within her chest and almost uh, spread out like roots or tendrils cracking against porcelain. She also has a gray gown that seems to be draped over her. You, Robert, look into her eyes, and as you do that, you seem almost paralyzed or compelled to stay still. She's reviewing your life, the small instances where you came out of the orphanage, you met your orphan parents for the very first time, the time that you were told that you're going to be basically the son of royalty. The first time you got to practice your hymn. And the last time you saw your parents. After that, she speaks to you. Her voice almost seems like it's coming from every direction, but once again, still just a whisper. She says, descendants of the divine turned to delinquent. Died due to bad planning. This bad planning seems to have ran into family for your parents didn't properly think about what to do with the hymns. And now the countries are at war for these artifacts. Collect them and bring them to me. Him, save the world. She then summons Ethra. Ethra then walks up, touches you on your shoulder, and seems to teleport you to a pocket dimension of sorts. It's a dark room with just runes floating in the distance, no windows, a floor seemingly, but nothing else. Ethra says to wait here, 
and she'll come back for you. Ethra then teleports away, almost as if walking into the darkness, and appears right next to Sibith. Sibith then looks at Satan. She reviews your life. She sees you crying over your parents, Satan. She sees that your grandmother took care of you after that. She sees your exploits, how you ran from a gang, how you pickpocketed a royal, how you stole their book, and how you died. She then says to you, the world wronged you, took your family from you, and then your life. Revenge corrupts your soul, and Ujalans corrupt the land. I grant you life. Send their souls to me. She then calls back to Ethra, take him. She then walks up to you and touches you and grabs you and takes you away into this pocket dimension. Ethra looks to the both of you, make yourselves at home, and then teleports back to Sibith. Sibith then says to Ethra, go find the rest. And Ethra walks out. I believe, Josh, you had the second highest initiative. So, what are you wearing? I am wearing a pair of brown, well, pair of pants, uh, like khaki-ish sort of slacks. Uh, I have a purple button-down shirt uh, tucked under suspenders. Uh, over that, a big green coat, kind of uh, water-resistant. I have some big, uh, sturdy boots on. Uh, they're kind of like snowshoes, but they're not exactly. Just like kind of all-purpose, like hiking boots, sort of, with purple laces. Uh, I think that's all I'm wearing. Great. So Ethra looks to you, and then looks at Dulu slyly. Well, Dulu, this is your man. Greet him. Josh, what do you say to Dulu? Hello? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, do you... What... Am I, do I know you? <laughs> Just get moving. I don't care to speak to you right now. So as you two are walking towards this grand cathedral with Ethra at your side, you kind of sit with the awkwardness of your interaction that just happened. Dulu still isn't really pleased to see you after that toolbox landed on his head, and I guess he's really sitting with that right now. You also enter the cathedral. You see Sibith. She beckons to you. Impundulu walks up and says, Hey, I, uh, I, 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 I don't really believe I should be with this guy, actually. Um, you know, I'm a kind of familiar god-like being. I don't really deserve to have a death area where I uh, don't... Uh, have to go see Solace or whatever, so why don't I just uh, get to explore the universe, you know? Uh, I don't need this kid. <laughs> he certainly doesn't need me. He's fucking dead. So uh, I guess I'd just get on my way, yeah? Sibeth then looks at him and says, you will halt where you stand right now. You are alone. You have no one. Irma left you. And now, stay with him. In fact, I have something for you. I want you to both learn something here. This boy, son of a witch, and for right now, an owner of a Isholgu. You yearn to be special, boy. Your mother told you you're special. So, prove it to me. Prove you're special. And if you do, well, this irritating runt, 
he stays with you. Yeah? Impendulu looks kind of pissed off, not going to lie. He doesn't want to stay, but he does have a slight fear of Sibith. You know, Sibith is the god of death, but him knowing he's a god as well seemingly just stays with you. Josh, how do you feel about this deal? Uh, I guess I'm just trying to keep up. I don't know much about Sibith, but I guess I want to stay on her good side if Dulu, who I guess is the boss of me now? I don't know when he decided this, but uh, I don't know. We're stuck together. That's what she said, so let's see. If you accept this deal, you will get all of your special gift. He does not hold anything. He serves you. So show him what you are worth. Ethra then walks up to you, smiling, but chidely, um, probably laughing internally at Dulu, touches both your shoulders and teleports you to the room. She then looks at you, Satan, and you, Robert. We have a guest. And then leads. Uh, hi. Uh, this is Robert. And uh, my sort of broody buddy over here is Satan. Uh, who are you? Uh, I'm Cyrus. I'm very confused right now. Uh, I don't know how I got here or where I'm at. And I feel like a lot of things have been decided before I really was able to get my footing. What do you remember last? Oh, boy. I remember being very sad. I don't know specifics. I know I was going to see my mom. She had just passed. I remember that being sad, but that wasn't why I was pissed off that day. I can't remember. Ah, stop lying, you bloody twat. What are you talking about? What? We know Uh, you cry for your fucking mommy. Yeah. So My my dead mom, I think that's pretty fair. Who are you, sir? Yeah, I believe we haven't had the pleasure. And who's this guy? He's just standing here all quiet, like, don't like him. Well, that makes the four of us that are very confused right now. One louder than the rest of us. <sighs> talking to me. I you fucking talking to me. If the shoe... Looking at the new man that came yeah, into the Hey, yeah, I, listen, we just got here. We don't know what we're doing. Hey, kid, I can hold myself. I know we're stuck together. So if you get in fights, I think I'm stuck in fights. So I'd like to figure out what's going on before you get us in trouble. Hmm. So, Cyrus, you said that you were sad. What do you remember after Ooh, that? I remember being sad. I wanted to get out. I wanted to be by myself. And I guess... One of the last things I wanted to be was stuck with somebody, but here we are. Says the guy with no fucking friends. Sir, what do you remember last? Also, what do I call you? Me? Yes. You don't have to address me at all. You just talk to this little shit. Uh, I think I've gathered okay. that his name is Dulu. It's Impoon Dulu. Well, thanks for finally joining us. Ah, uh, whatever. At this moment, we cut back out the side. Mateus, you rise out of the sand. <laughs> Ethra greets you quietly, just nods as usual, staring at you. Hello. Hi, how you doing? 
I'm... Yeah, nice weather we're having. I suppose. All right, come on. Let's let's take a walk. Okay. So you're walking through the sand. The wind is hitting you with all this nice, fine crystal of all these past souls. You walk through the building like everyone else did, and you meet Sibith. She once again stares into another one, another person's eyes. She notices a variety of things about you, that you were a quiet kid, kind of did everything right. You didn't want to disappoint your family. You know, just the kid who kept their head down. She then says to you, Ah, a child in a home full of secrets. You keep your head down to appease the ones you love, but you haven't appeased yourself. You should learn that magic, and you should free your family's secrets. How does that sound, child? What? Or you could just turn into ash and dust. It doesn't really matter to me at this rate. My goodness. Ethra pipes up. I, I, I just do what she says at this rate. I don't... I don't know if you know what that feels like. It doesn't feel good. Um, I'll take your advice into consideration. Who are you? I'm Sibith. You should know me. Your family follows our religion. Solace and mine. Oh man, this is a lot different than I expected. Different how? You go to church on Tuesdays, you know. I mean, but really... So you just didn't listen. Who really pays attention to those things? No one pays attention to those things. No one pays attention. Her eyes start to glow red. Why wouldn't anyone pay attention to that? We saved this universe. I don't know. My sister and I gave the world magic. You know, you think we get a little bit of appreciation every now and then being gods of this world, being the ones that are about to give you life again. So what do you say, child? Should I scatter your ashes amongst the sands outside, or do you want to get a second chance at life? I have a lot to think about, and I think I'm going to need that time. A second chance sounds good. Ethra, just take her. Ethra walks up. Kid, you should have just said, yeah, she's going to give me hell for this now because, you know, I should have probably prepped you on the whole walk up here and everything. So it's, it's cool, though. You know, I just, I'll deal with it myself. She then touches your shoulder, teleports you to the room. Uh, you come into a room full of a very belligerent, familiar slash god um, and three mm, semi-awkward youths. The first thing that they see is um, a very short, Hispanic-looking 17-year-old. All of a sudden, coming into that room, she um, kind of shrinks in, in surprise. Uh, she has... A red plate over a plain navy blue t-shirt and some brown pants. She's got a Dutch braid crown and the braids come down her back into one braid. They become one braid. Whoa. Hi. Hello, and that's a... That is a child. Yeah. Uh, Satan, so, that is a child, right? I believe so. Uh, Why are you here? An adult? Hello, who are you? Wait, uh, almost an adult. You can't almost be an adult. Either you are or you are not. Which I one? don't like talking about that line so much. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Cyrus. Uh, Wait a second. 
You know magic, yeah? What? You know magic, I don't yeah? Know. I can see it, your aura all around you. I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Uh, you know, I should have been paired with her instead of this guy. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Satan, mm. if we're already dead, is there some way to take the talkative dude out still? Hmm. I'll take care of it later. Impendulu, I know that you do not wish to talk about this, but can I make a persuasion check as to see what they remember last? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say you're going to do this at disadvantage, though. Let's just say it's going to be a DC 12. Okay. Uh, Satan, can you help me out on this? Just trying to persuade the dude. Yeah, what am I rolling for? Uh, no, you just, you give me a help action, which means that I get to roll twice and I take the better of the two rolls. And uh, the DA, like Jonathan just gave me disadvantage, which means that I have to take the lower of the two rolls. So if you help me out, I just roll straight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, 19. The 19? Yes. First, what? Okay, <laughs> wow. Okay, you can roll well, I guess. That's fun. Yeah, okay, uh, let's see, what do I remember? Uh, remember with this little uh, fuck here, he was playing around with me as a, as a bird, you know, being the proper familiar that I was supposed to do be to Emma, Irma, sorry. Uh, didn't want to mispronounce her name, you know, after everything. Uh, but I was playing around with him. Um, I don't know what really happened. We kind of, I flew around, ran into a, a great... And uh, this toolbox, forever, for whatever reason, we were in a fucking garage instead of being outside or in a living room like every other normal wait, wait, child wait, wait, at the wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. You're okay. I do remember this. Yeah, because you were. Yeah, how don't you remember? Your family pet gets crushed by a toolbox. Yeah, dude. I didn't know you had like this much of a like an emotion. I just gave you like toys and stuff. I treated you well. I. This guy put I... me in a fucking shoebox as well. Well, shoebox I... and bear me in a backyard. You had a ball in that shoebox. It was very touching when oh. I set you down there. Oh, excuse me. I'm, while this altercation is happening, I'm gonna grab Satan's elbow and I'm gonna quickly just stand between these two and uh, Mateus because I'm worried that they will hurt a 17 year old. I'm just kind of, yeah, ducking behind. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, girly? What do you remember? Oh, geez. Well, I was studying for my for my college exams. Not your magical ones? What? What are you talking about? Man, Sibeth mentioned this as well. He got magic. I have never had a lick of magic in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a problem. Eh. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. And then you two, y'all look a little bit older than the rest of us. Do you mean old as in out of age or old as in age? You look fucking old. It's kind of rude, man. So. Wait, wait, wait. Question. How old are we actually? Priya? <laughs> uh, we are both. Well, that's how you <laughs> know. Well, that's how you know it's old. <laughs> we are both 29. Oh, you might write that down. <laughs> Wait, you did? You actually didn't know your age? No, I actually didn't know. Okay, oh we get that, we get I do understand that our clothing seems very different from yours. And yeah. the last thing we remember is driving a sword through our chest. We killed ourselves. 
Uh, I believe the edgy goth one definitely did that. But <laughs> <laughs> I understand that Impendulu also seems to remember the last thing being their death. Mateus and Cyrus, do you remember anything similar? Uh, I remember. So, Bird Box over here. Uh, wow. And then that's crazy. I uh, was really hard. I was really busted up about it. That was my little guy. I remember him being a lot nicer to deal with when he couldn't talk. But well, maybe you didn't get fucking crushed that way. Yeah, yeah, you were a lot quieter then. But I was really sad anyway because you were really sweet before. And then I talked to my dad. He was being really distant. I'm like, all right, well, dude, I need you right now. And he was weird. And I left. I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to see mom. So I left, and you were just in the ground. I don't know. I guess I was distracted. But I remember. Uh, quick question: What is a car? Oh, oh, uh, think about like. Uh, a box on wheels that you can just kind of like, uh, I guess revving doesn't really make sense either. Oh. You know, like horses, yeah? Now imagine uh -huh. the horses having circles on the feet and you just sit on them, well, really in them, and they go wherever you want. And you just shove this like thing into them but and the crystals charge up. And it charges your crystal battery, and you just go. Yeah. So you're just know. shooting things. Wait, Mateus, do you know about this thing that they're talking about? Oh yeah. So it's kind of what they described. What it is is that it's got an engine that propels the box forward. They put Wait. that in a horse. It's... No, they didn't put it in a horse. It, he's comparing it to a horse because a horse also moves you Think forward. about what a and, horse is. You know, the horsepower thing. And it goes without a horse. It's horsepower. Ah, I see. And I look at Satan and I completely don't understand. <laughs> but I pretend that I do. <laughs> Cutting back outside. Wind is still kicking. It's always this weather. Never stops. Never settles. Dizzy. You come out of the sand. Ether staring at you. Ether is like, okay, well, I should probably actually start uh, telling y'all what happens when you uh, you died. You are you are dead. You are a hundred percent in the ground right now, and you uh you got shuttled off to the material plane, and you are about to be judged. All right, any questions? De dead? Yes, dead. Like you died. Congratulations. Well, maybe not congratulations, but. You died. Who are, who are you? Athra. I. Oh yeah. Sorry. I. Uh, um. Hmm. I take your soul to meet Sibeth. Yes. Did you look defensive? But why? Why? I'm. I'm a calm lady. I don't have any weapons on me. Really. I'm just. I literally just take you to see Sibeth. It used to be a very much more entitled job before uh, the war happened. The the godly wars. Of, Shit like that. But it doesn't matter now. I'm talking too much. Come on, just just walk with me. Dizzy hesitantly follows. Please, you make my life a lot easier. I'm already in trouble. This little girl just kept saying that she might do things, even though Sibeth said she's going to, and almost got turned into dust. By the way, what's going to happen is really quick, really simple. You just go, you look at her, 
she talks to you, and then she deals your fate out. That's it. Don't fate. try fate. to fate. Yes, your your fate. Why am I here? Where, where's my bow? I told you, you're dead. Your bow is well, not here, here per se. It's here. I can see it. You should be able to see this thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She'll probably explain everything to you. So just walk in there, talk to her real quick, and everything will be good, okay? Mm. This might sound terrible, but don't say no to her. Just no. Okay. Great. She opens the door, wide, loud, moaning groan of the door. Didn't put WD-40 on any of the hinges. Sibeth sees you. She beckons you forward. Hello, child. Do you have anything to say for yourself before I stare at you? Anything that makes me want to uh, zap you into nothing? Good, great, you're silent. I love that. So she stares into your eyes. She sees your family. She sees your brother. She sees this bow and... You might not actually, you know, roll a perception check right now with a DC of... She's a goddess... I'll give you a DC, and someone just hit a fucking 19 out of nowhere real quick. So, yeah, you know, DC 19, yeah. Uh, Robert just has a really loud cough somewhere. <laughs> that's that's your, that's your bardic inspiration? Yeah, it's a bardic inspiration. I cough so loudly that the cathedral just echoes with me. A so... death knight then pulls his sword randomly, and Smith is like, don't, don't do anything. <laughs> Drew, you can add... Uh, wait, let me see how much it is. You I can think add it's like two, D- right? No, a D4 to your oh, role to help you out. Uh, 17 even. 17, you just see her eyes just flare a little bit when this, this bow image, the, the, your family familial bow pops up. Kind of takes in a deep breath and then she just shakes it off and then keeps reviewing your life. Uh, she sees that you and Judo kind of have this weird interaction she sees you grab the bow yet again but this time you're in water there's water everywhere you look down at your feet you see these vine blights in this lake uh start grabbing at your feet not anything you're not used to but for some reason you can't shake them today and you drown right then and there she says to you after all of this driven by duty or driven mad by an heirloom hmm this drive brought a wedge between you and your brother. This drove him to commit a vile act or acts. In life, it was your job to mold him. You left him behind. And now the souls called to the both of you. Save him. Bring me the bow. I can make the voices stop. And I'll allow you a full life. How does that sound? Yes. Dizzy. Anything. Take me, Vegeta. Great. Love to hear it. Ethra then walks up. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. You teleport into the room to hear a whole bunch of people arguing about their age and how a car goes. Is the horse there? Where is the horse? No, no there's no horse, mate. There's no horse. It is literally... Ah, so it's, it's camels now. It, no, it's a box, okay, with a crystal engine. Crystals go boom, boom, boom. I don't think, like, internal combustion is necessary for the explanation. 
I think. Well, I uh, boom, boom, boom. Thank you very much. So there's an animal in the engine. No, yeah. no, no, no. It, 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 no. Hamsters are the hamsters. No, no, no. no. So Dizzy walks off. Did Wait, where are you going, dude? You can't, you can't really leave here. You're just gonna end up on the backside of like it's like a weird portal. It, it thing is, it is a, it is a very round room. I don't, I don't see where you're gonna go with this. Yeah, you're just gonna walk into nothing and then appear back into the center of the room. So I don't think it would be a good idea to just keep walking. Really? I'm just gonna go. By the way, I, I don't think I need to be here anyway. I think I have to pick up someone else. So I just uh, see you all later. Dizzy stands off from everyone. Yeah, I, I look at Dizzy and I, I notice something in his eyes, some kind sort of torment of hearing stuff. I've definitely seen the look before, but I keep it to myself. Great. Another edgy kid. Just what we needed. You, you know, everyone can hear you talking about them. It's not very nice. We ought to get along. We're all here together. Wait, so the bird pet of yours is not a bird pet of yours. Is that what is happening over here? Also, apart from that, the bird pet died and we know how. Cyrus, I think we know that you died in this contraption called Car, which I think is a trap now. And I think we still don't know how Matthias died. I'm not really sure. Well, there was a really loud boom and then just black. So you the died boom. in an explosion. I or it believe. could be a car. Could be another car because they also go could blue. be a car. Cars shouldn't explode. Cars kind of new technology. I see. Uh, does the hello, uh, sir? My name is Bo. Wait, your name's Bo? Uh, yeah, I go by Bo. Like the newcomer. Are you okay? Huh? Do you have a look in your eye? Just been standing there. In the corner. Well, in a Do any of you know judo? No, do we know uh, judo? I have done judo, yeah. but the instructor and I did not end up doing judo. I think I s- might have insulted them in some ways and they no, just not, not, took a sword out. Not the technique. My brother. Your brother's name. Oh, judo. oh, oh no. Hmm. Yes, no. Yes, judo. Like, that's not a nickname. No. It's oh, his name. Right. And yours? Dizzy. Dizzy, okay. Dizzy, do you know about cars? Jose, you, or Sochi, I should say, you arise from your sandy little pit, and you see Ethra. Hello. Um, I'm going to go through this, and all you need to say is yes. All right. Don't say. I'm oh, sorry. Who 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 are you? After I, the here of another time, basically, uh, you you don't have to worry about anything. Basically, three things. Uh, don't question her. Um, say yes, and uh, don't do anything to freak the Death Knights out. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Death Knights. Yeah, it, you'll you'll see them. Imposing figures, all black, like a void, just meaty men. Um, but yeah, don't worry about it. Just walk with me. And, Where's my uh, tree? Where's my tree of life? It, it, see, that was that was the mortal play. You're dead. 
but I'm here right now. Yes, so your your spiritual body is here. Your ethereal body is. <laughs> I don't know. She'll know. Uh, I I don't. You, I just know you're dead. So you you ready to come walk with me? I guess. What choice do I have? Great. So you walk with Ethra. This time she left the doors open. Sand has now kind of come into the building, but it's okay. Because once again, obviously the Death Knights are there. And she'll probably just clean it up. She then pats you on the back. So she's like, go to her. And um, remember, say yes. For the love of God, say yes. Sibeth then looks at you, beckons you over. Um, I look back, roll my eyes, and go on. Boy, you roll your eyes at me? Hmm. Come, now. She then, you feel this, this weird weight constrain you, and she pulls you over. She then basically controls your head and neck and looks you straight in the eye. What she sees from you, Sochi, is she sees your people. She sees everything that you've built in the past millennia. All of that, your rituals, the tree of life that you talked about with Ethra, everything. And then she sees these last momentary minutes of this black creature running around at night, coming and slaying your people randomly, almost sporadically. And then your last few moments is you in a temple with the doors closed and locked with your uh, servicemen standing in front of you, basically making a last defense stand. And all you see is the door crack open and this black creature start moving and swirling around, killing your men. And then the vision ends. Okay. Well then, you've had a pretty bad life here, haven't you? My ancestors, I say, had a horrible life. Mine is just beginning. I guess you can say that. But either way, you're going to need to go back. And let's say, uh, since your mortal body seems to be so in love with this tree of yours, go back and find that tree and uh, start your people anew. Yeah? I'm sorry, find a tree? You don't, you don't find a tree of life. Well, that doesn't seem to be my problem now, does it? Ethra, take him. Uh, okay, well, that, uh, she seemed meaner. She's really usually super nice. Ethra, take him. She touches you, and you both teleport into a room. Oh, uh, look, there's another. It looks different, though. It actually looks... You're not human, yeah? That's quite rude. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a god. I don't need to uh, abide by your politeness standard. Wait, you're a bird, you're a pet, and now you're a god? Okay, it's a long fucking story. Yeah, so, so, fine. How do I save him? How do I save him? him? Introduce himself. Exactly. Before you take over the whole thing, sir. Yeah, okay. Cyrus, I really like you. Same, you say really like you. I don't care about any of you guys. Cool that we're here, but I'll be doing my own thing. Just trying to help out my people. Your people? Yeah. Or what's left of them, which is me. You're the last of a kind? Well, hopefully the future will be different. And I won't be the last one anymore. Oh, that's so sad. In this moment, Bo 
remembers that he's the last of the him as well. So he just makes a mental note as to there is some fraternity over here. Well, uh, I got, I think, one more person to pick up. I uh, have been kind of standing here quietly while this is all going on. I don't know why I keep doing this. It kind of seems like I uh, I kind of like you guys more than Simith, but you don't have to tell you her should. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> she walks out back into the sands, wind howling. She had her hair in like a nice bun before, but now the hair tie has been like basically ripped off by the wind. She's done this so many times now, though, that she's just kind of over it. And she meets um, Esmon. Introduce your character. All right. So since, like, you know, I'm coming out the sand, you know, I'm just, you know, hands coming out and <clears throat> just spits. <clears throat> uh, you must have died with your mouth open. <laughs> Happens to a lot of people. <clears throat> just take your time. Don't worry. It might get in your ears, too, a little bit, uh, you know. <clears throat> Ugh, this sand tastes awful. <coughs> Where the hell am I? Oh, you're dead. So, you know, that's, <coughs> that's nice. Oh, uh, you're in Irsham, um, the, the plane of the dead. Congratulations. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yeah? So, you must be Earth? Ethra? Earth? No, no, Ethra. Yeah, everyone gets the name wrong. Every... Uh, no, no, I, I've read about you in some books. So. Oh, what? There's books about me? I'm dead. All right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are they nice? Um, they just, let's, you, you take me places, all right? That's all I know. You take, oh. oh, that's, oh, that's a little, uh, little nice of you. But, uh, anyway, yeah, you're, you're, you're dead. Uh, oh, you know, it, I figured, I, last thing I remember is I was walking back from the library, dropping off a theology book. It wasn't one of your guys' books, but dropping it off and, um, heard some gunshots and. Oh, yeah. Oh, the humans have guns now. Uh, yeah. Oh, it just seems like yesterday y'all had sticks. So cute. Oh, y'all uh, running around trying to stab each other like you were actually doing any damage or anything like that. Oh, uh, well, this did a lot of damage, so, you know. Uh, yeah, that's oh. why I'm here. <laughs> well, yeah, speaking of why you're here. Um, here's, um, here's can, the... can I, can, oh, can yeah? I, hold, hold on, let me, I'm just going to pick some of this sand up and put it in my pockets real quick. Why? Just, just don't, don't worry about it. Humans are so weird. Anyway, here are the three rules of here. Um, don't try to break them or you will turn into that same sand that you're putting in your pocket right now. Just say yes. She's not being mean per se. I've seen a lot of people uh, get dusted. Um, so the fact that she's doing this is actually a, a blessing in disguise, to be honest. Uh-huh. Normally she's just like, oh, you did, the, you did something wrong. <laughs> Dust and everyone forgets about you. Be nice uh, to her and show her respect because if she doesn't, she then uses her abilities and they kind of can get a little hazy. And don't scare the Death Knights. Uh, they get jumpy. They haven't really fought something in several years. So any sort of aggression is seen as a opportunity to almost, uh, they're like dogs. So they just see it as kind of like play. Um, oh, really... I love dogs. Can I, can I pet one of them? They Don't touch them. Don't. Even think what, about what, that. What if I do that that whole I'm not touching you situation? They're going to kill you um, again, basically. So what's See, this is my first time seeing all of this. A bit before it was just depicted and you know what people may have thought. And you know, I, I thought I was gonna go to like an inferno, but you um, know, this is ten times better. You don't sound like the uh, religious type. 
Uh, no, ma'am. Don't mention the fact that you didn't care for religion. Um, that will get you uh, smote immediately. Uh, so. Well, I, I didn't personally care for it, but I did learn about it. Okay, just play on the learn about side, um, and you should be fine. Or I guess I'll be sweeping you Man, outside. You are so charming. Uh, thank, thank you. Once again, do this charming stuff to her, not me. What, what, what are you talking about? We're walking and talking right now. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just wait. Um, as you get there, you she opens the doors yet again. The wind crashes into uh, the palace or the cathedral area. Um, and you see Sibith sitting on her throne. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to look at Ethra, and I'll be like, "Hey, uh, Ethra, who, who's that? Who's that hot goth chick up there?" Uh, oh shit! Um, you shouldn't probably say that. Uh, uh her name's Sibith. Oh, that's Sibith. Yes. Uh, but oh wow, tone down the horny, and more of the 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 flattery yeah so just don't say anything only say yes yeah um i i can't promise anything but i'll do my best okay let me go get the broom then <laughs> so Sibeth then beckons you over i i walk over as he's saying hello and waving uh manically like an idiot this is my first time doing this and so uh, I, I have a pocket full of sand and I have a proposition for you. What is that? I, I look around the thing and I see like the death knights and, and whatnot. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to just kind of, just kind of whisper over to her. I'm going to be, so I kind of have a vendetta against, uh, certain, certain, uh, uh, gods. I want to make a pact with you. What is this vendetta? Um, they, they, they have, uh, they have deaf ears on, uh, on prayers and, uh, wishes, I guess. Solus believes that you should follow, uh, your own path. So any sort of prayers aren't really answered, but more or less heard. And then she kind of prays back in a sort of way. Um, oh, I'm not talking about her. I'm, I'm talking about others. Go on. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking to, for some, uh, some revenge. And I see that within you. And I have a proposition for you. From what I can tell, you're not the mm, faithful follower type. Yeah, you can blame the guy I used to kneel down for. All puns intended. I can send you back. You can take revenge on a person that you and I both equally hate right now. You're a quiet kid friend who decided to start a cult, basically taking my followers away from me. So how about I send you there, you send his soul to me, he perishes in both the physical and ethereal sense, and then you make sure these people follow me, or you send their souls to me as well. And I hash it out with them. How does that sound? Uh, do you have like a knife or anything? Can I go borrow one of their knives over there? Because uh, I, I, I'm no. ready for a blood pact. No, if you touch the Death Knights, they will touch you with their swords, to say the least. I, I just need a small cut because I, I want to make this blood pact. Uh, you don't need to make a pact with me. You're doing. This is on the house. Uh, okay. 
All right. Yeah. After I take him, I'll be right oh, it's there. It's again. Oh, she's so amazing. It's a great conversation stop, walking stop, over here. Stop, stop, You know, I just take my hand, yeah? Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly. As soon as you touch her, she moves you all the way into the room. Ah, Ethra, I was not, ooh, what are you Yeah. Wow, where maybe. am I? I was not ready for that. I was not, uh, One second, we're, we're near some, like, you know, hot goth babe. Now we're here with complete strangers. Okay, I, so I'm not going to lie to you. You keep saying story. that she's a hot goth babe, and then you say, I'm hot. And it kind of takes the uh, the feeling away whenever oh, you're, you do you're charming that. in your own way. Um, see, now that's what you say to the girl that you're not really interested in, and you kind of just break her heart, and then she kind of feels bad about it later. Uh, just maybe not do that. Just, you just do a little bit of the compliments anyway um yes uh here you are just just wait right here um Sibith will be back shortly can can do do we need to eat like how long are we gonna be here? you're dead you why would you eat that's a great question I, 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 this is my first time going through this dude i was not even thinking about food you don't dad is a great question my god i'm starving you don't need to eat really um or ever why not how long have we been here anyway? Yeah, like, don't, don't they say you got to feed the spirit? Like, I, this is my first time doing any of this. Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, man, if we're dead, I want a bunch of, like, fruits and nuts and stuff left for me. What's going no on? one's ever asked a question. They just kind of sat here and moaned and groaned about how they died and stuff. Uh, well, I'll, I'm already I'll dead. What's to, that going to do me? Uh, I'm going to go talk to Sibith, and maybe she can find you something to eat. Yeah, if we're dead, we should at least have good food. I, I gotta go. She just teleports out, frantically looking at y'all like, oh, fuck, I, am I a bad guest? Should I have known this? And just ports out of it instantly. I'm just gonna, like, walk. <laughs> I'm gonna walk past to where Ethra had, like, left, and I'm just gonna say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Howdy. Uh, I'm Cyrus. Hi. Hello, Cyrus. Uh, hey, oh, I I'm guess both. I should say something. Uh, no. Oh my god, Polly can talk. Funny fucking kid here. Um, yeah, I'm doing Oh man, it has an accent too. Blimey. I know, it really threw me for a loop too. I hate this right now. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna gesture like trying to give it a cracker, like I have a cracker in my hand trying you, to give it to the You bird. don't have to do that. Just Oh my god, just, this guy's so adorable. I can't believe he talked with an arrow. Oh, what what was your name? Uh, oh, my name's uh, Boyan McGregor. Hey, that's I'm Bo. Oh, Bo, Bo, Bo. Oh, yeah, Bo, ah, Bo. Ah, ah, ah. All right. Ah. Nice. Nice. This guy, Cyrus, this guy gets it. Cyrus, can we please leave? I don't want to be here anymore. Man, this bird's a buzzkill. Think about it. We can leave. We can take them. Did you just say you can take us? I didn't say any of that. Yeah, he didn't say anything like that at all. He did. We're all just friends having I'm going to try to stealthily roll and sneak up on the bird and, like, pluck one of its feathers. Okay, so you want to do a, a sleight of hand or a stealth? Yep. Uh, I'm going to do a... Let me see, because I am a rogue. I'm going to do stealth. Um, I'll give you a dice challenge of 17. Uh, question. How big is Dulu right now? Because I picture him as pet size, you know, like on my shoulder, but he can transform into a human. He is kind of at a diminished form right now, so I wouldn't imagine he's very big. 
Dulu is basically like normal human height at this rate. Um, he has been here for quite a while in comparison to everyone else, partly, oh, except you, Bo, and you, Satan, and you, Sochi. Um, so he's kind of hasn't had his abilities kind of work for him, um, per se. So he's about like regular human height. Nothing like too amazing to gawk at. So is he like a bird right now? Because I assumed he was a bird. No, he is he is a full on human right now. I think so no bird no bird characteristics on Dulu. Oh, you know, he has like a little bit of feathers like around his wrists and yeah, stuff. Right? <laughs> All right. So what am I rolling to pluck a feather off this um, motherfucker? I'll just do sleight of hand with a disadvantage because, you know, it's in a small room and everyone can see. Can I give him the help action? I'm going to give him help by just loudly clapping and distracting him. All right. And what do you want me to roll? D20? Yeah, D20. All right. All right. And then I got to roll a D4 for the help. Uh, no. Help is just, you know, it just cancels out your disadvantage. Actually, yeah, I'll give you a bardic inspiration, and uh, it's a D6. It's not a D4. D6. I'm really sorry, bro. It's a D6? It's a D6. <laughs> that could have completely <laughs> went different for him. I know, but right, then you so were so... I got so... a 20. You got what a 20. What the hell? I, I rolled a 14, and I got a 6. Okay, a dirty 20. So, you sneak up behind Dulu. For some reason, at this moment, he decided to turn to look at Cyrus... He's probably bickering with me, so you've had pretty good cover. So yeah, he's 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 in a full fledged argument with Cyrus. He's like, ah, oh, okay, look. So if we don't have to take them per se, but we could, we could take Ethra or whatever her name is. She's little you she will devil. not touch um, Ethra. She has been nothing but polite to everyone here. Uh, she hasn't been polite to me, actually. Um, been here longer, so I kind of know. Ah, fuck! What the shit? Does he grabs? Wait, 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 wait! What? What, what did he do? What is? Does he? Is he like? <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> bitch? Beyond the point right now. Did you fucking take my feather? Me? I did. Why? Why would you fuck do that? You. It, it... Ooh, ah, if I could choke you right now, I would. But hey, hey, oh, whoa, please, whoa, 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 daddy, bring God. it on. Uh, Dulu is a very, uh, I don't know, combative oh, person. Pre- he got a little, pre- he got a little pep in his. Ah, uh, fuck he this! I'm going to bird. I really bird don't need any drama between y'all. I we're stuck together, so I mean, I guess I have to be his better half. Like, please I don't, don't have a better him. half. I am the better half. You and see what I have you to do? You are also the ugly half. Yeah. I'm going to try to give the feather to Dizzy because he's been quiet and he said something about arrows, so I'm thinking that he can make another arrow with this feather. Dizzy takes the arrow. That's a pretty little boy you got there. You you can see that? Yeah, everyone can see. We're all dead. We can all see the bow. It's all whispery and... Can you hear the the voices? No, it's just a it's just the, a, the only thing I can hear is this annoying piece of shit. You know what? Fine. You know what? Fine. I'll just go back to being a bird, whatever it was that you made me into. Um, uh, Dizzy takes the feather. That's me calling Dulu back to my shoulder. Don't, don't do that. We, we only did that when you were a kid because I felt bad. You had don't. so much fun. Fuck this. 
He then transforms into a bird and then sits on Sarah's shoulder. So she takes interest in McGregor and his actions. Oh. And so I introduce myself to him as Sochi. Hello, Sochi. I'm going to walk up to him and put my hand out. Yeah, me as a 6'7 tall person with black long hair, because I realized I never described myself earlier, but uh, I say to McGregor, why'd you give away the feather that you worked so hard to get? I'm going to, I'm going to, as I'm like uh, trying to walk up to him to shake his hand, he's telling me this. I'm like looking up because my guy is like five foot seven, 140 pounds. And I'm just like, well, uh, he looked like he took some interest with archery and, you know, archeries and bows, you know, you need, uh, uh, feathers, sticks and stones. So, you know, one more feather to the inventory doesn't hurt nobody. Right. Okay. Okay. Everyone we're here. Okay. Last soul of the day. Now I can deal with you people. So uh, Jesus, where uh, did you get here? You know, um, I've been here for about five minutes and I already hated the conversation that you were having, not because um, it made no sense, but just because Dulu kept talking. He never stops talking. Yeah, I don't like him either. He was saying some negative things about you. I plucked the feather off of him. Is that you so? feel better? Yeah. Mm. Do you still have the feather? I do not. I, I gifted it to somebody that seemed like they wouldn't liked it better. Shame. Anyway, uh, I need to settle you off to the mortal plane. Here's what's going to happen here. Are you going to take me to judo? You will be dropped off in the material plane. I can't really control where and when at this time because I'm tired. So how about I just drop you off? You all appreciate it because, you know, that you have an opportunity at a second life yet again. Remember that. Sibith can be nice. Mm-hmm. Great. No, thank you, Sibith. Awesome. I... Thank you, Sibith. No, I, I, it's I thought, fine. I thought no. you were going to say more than that. But yeah, no, thank you. We appreciate it. We um, appreciate it. Is he good with the feather? There has been a lot of conversation about this thing called a car. And I'm not sure how many of us know about that. Uh, so are we going car. to a place with car? So you're saying it's a horse with wheels? Was that right? So Yeah, that's what I understood. Imagine no, 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 no. Imagine a carriage drawn by horse, but the horse got turned into everyone. Everyone, everyone, I have an hour to sleep before I have to see more dead people. I don't want to have this conversation. So there is a clock over here. What time is it? Uh, Well, for me, it's only an hour. For you, it's been about five, six hundred years. Oh, oh shit. Shit. Fuck. God. Well, no, not not everyone. Just uh just Sochi, uh, Sitan and Robert. Oh. Uh, yeah. uh, um for everyone else it's been about mm, 20 years tops. Oh. Oh. Uh, God. Still alive. Uh, uh, you know, for a god it's just a blink in time. How long has it been for the bird? Oh, the bird. <laughs> He's been here for about uh, 50 years. No. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> That's crazy. He was dead for like a day. <laughs> Once again, time passes differently. He's not really a high-level god, so uh, he doesn't get the... I don't 
think he's a god. <laughs> if anything, he's a liar. If he can be a god, can I be a god? He's a very pretty no. bird. Don't be me. <laughs> can Bird Thing take me to to judo? No. I... How does he want to keep on fighting my guy with the feather? Does he? Why do you want to keep does on fighting? Look at me. Just wait. Yeah. We we we'll you'll see your brother sooner or later. I don't know when. I'm going to do my best to uh, get y'all there. Well, actually, Ethrout will do her best because I'm tired and I have stuff to do. Ethrout then walks in. He's like, hi. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm just going to make a portal real quick. Portal. Okay, don't worry about it. She then <laughs> she then opens up a portal. And what you're seeing through this portal at first is just a blinding light. It is super strong. Basically, lights up the whole room. But after a while, your eyes then get used to it. Um, and you can kind of see a little bit through That's it. That's magic. <laughs> I cannot do that. I'm going to cast a prestidigitation and like just have a mini firework in my hand. And I'm going to ask uh, Mateus, so you can't do this, but people believe that you can do this? You have magical abilities. Your grandmother knew this. She even told you. When she was alive, she kind of mentioned stuff but honestly i don't i've never had a magical bone in my body i don't i don't know why you guys are saying this you didn't go to like a wizarding school at all no i didn't pass the magic exam really before before we cast uh, before we go through the portal i'm gonna do a detect magic around mateus just so that she understands what is going on with her right now. So, like, if I cast Detect Magic, what do I see? Mateus, are you gonna, like, are you just gonna allow this to happen or are you trying to fight it? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think in my belief that um, I really am not magical, I think I'll subconsciously fight this. Okay, so that means I'm just gonna, instead of giving you disadvantage, Priyanch, I'm just gonna raise it a little bit higher. So, at first it was going to be a 12, but now I'm just gonna bump it up by three and just make it 15. Uh, it's, there is no check for detect magic. Oh, snap. That's a spell, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it is, you roll. Okay. Make sure that's a d20. Oh I rolled a seven. Awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm gonna roll now, okay? Hmm? I rolled a ten. <laughs> so I guess I wow. just get minute glimpse of it. So, you know, like in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where you kind of see, or not even JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but um, like basically any anime where there's like a magical system mm -hmm. and like they always like go over it. And like the magic is like a glow and like this mm -hmm. weird fluidic thing. You see like a slight one. It's like a flicker, like a mm -hmm. broken light. Um, so it's like flickering for her, mainly around her ears for some reason. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Mateus and I'm gonna say, uh, there might be, there just might be more to you than you think. Everyone, just, what do you do? everyone stop talking, please. I what have now 30 minutes to sleep and time is passing by, by the minute for you all. So, question. <laughs> what? Can, can you turn my pocket sand into a dagger? No, stop talking. You can do, do you have some of the sand on you? 
Yeah, it's in my pocket. Nice. If you do that, I will... I will put you back in the mortal plane now. In fact, actually, everyone go in. Just don't fuck up. Don't die again. And you, Bo, make sure you bring me those books and Dizzy, remember our deal. Dizzy nods. What what about our deal? Yes, yours and uh, Bird Boy's name, uh, Cyrus, yes. Man, we need more sleep, lady. You made a deal with everybody in this room? Just do everything I said when I talk to you, please. All right, this is weird, and I jump into the portal. I'm right behind her. I follow. I walk in as well. I walk in too. Dizzy follows behind. I'm walking through the portal, but I'm waving goodbye to Azeroth because Sibith just is not having it. You walk through the portal. It's not anything special. It's almost like you walked through a doorway at home. Let me tell you a little bit about Arcania, the world that you just got teleported, or the country, I should say, you just got teleported into. So Arcania is the material plane. It has four ruling nations within it. Sunia, Ujala, Korine, and Arcania, with a free state named Callisto, as well as a really, really crazy area called the Badlands. Think about it as Las Vegas, but with zero rules. Mad Max Fury Road happens basically every day. The death count is insanely high. It's a weird place to be in. So you guys are transported to the country of Arcania. This country is a mix between magic and technology. Mateus, you know this country very well because you were born in this country, as well as you, Satan, uh, and you, Bo. But Stan and Bo, you've had a little bit of a different time and experience. You guys know this years ago, years ago, where it wasn't as much of a big city as it is now, or a big country as it is now. Dizzy, you've heard of Arcania before, but that's partly because you visited only once, like when you were a small child. As you all step through the portal, Mateus, we're in your hometown of Irem. So the city of Irem was a bustling city full of skyscrapers, apartments, and schools. You would go here on a regular basis, while you lived really on the outskirts, your school was really in the main part of the city. You also know this place as I'm not too far away from your school, obviously. There was a library that you'd also go there to study. Think of this like the modern day society, but now replace everything that has technology with some sort of diesel or gas element in it. So trolley cars are not running on electricity. They are gas spewing out smoke and killing your lungs. That's the point in time y'all are at. Iram is also the new capital of Arcania after Aru fell. This Prianch and Marco, you do know and you know about because Aru is kind of the last place you knew before you all died. You were around there while the war was kind of just picking up. You walk through this portal and you expect to see a bustling, lovely city that you know, Mateus, but instead you see rubble, fire, and death everywhere. The city has literally just been raised. I'd like to say, let's do a perception check, everyone. Oh, gosh. With a DC of 10. Oh, bro, I've been getting sixes all day. I'm supposed to be familiar with this. Wait, who hasn't rolled yet? I roll. I got a 17. Wait, who oh, hasn't rolled shit. yet? Uh, I rolled. Okay, uh, Dizzy, did you roll? I just rolled. Ah, shoot, I could have given one of you bardic inspiration. It wouldn't have mattered. 
okay. Yeah. Okay. So I rolled an eight, but I have perception is plus six. Nice. So I got a 14, I think. I got a 16. So you see the rubble, you see the smoke, you see the fire. You see basically the city is in dire strait right now. Everything has been raised. But you do notice that you are seemingly in a square, um, almost a town square. Think about New York. But now think of it, just bomb the shit. You see that. And if you're looking in any cardinal directions, let's say in the west or east sort of area, you notice that there are soldiers seemingly clearing any buildings that are still standing. And in the far distance, you might hear an explosion from a rifle or a bomb popping off every now and then. Above you is you're seeing a couple of zeppelins and planes fly over with one zeppelin announcing that any magical beings must and will turn themselves in or face the highest prejudice possible. What do y'all want to do? Standing in the middle of the field, there's soldiers everywhere. Are there dead bodies scattered around? Um, some of these dead bodies are there, yes, and then you see some ashes that are plastered onto a wall. Like, are these like soldier or civilian bodies? It's mostly civilian. I'm looking around for like anything that's recognizable. All right, so, but you're saying there's some soldier bodies. Yeah, there's some. Okay, I'm going to try to look for a soldier body to try to loot its body. All right. Uh, you don't have to roll anything. It's just a pure luck check for you. Um, wow. I'm not rolling well today. Get a four. Damn it. You look at a log or a tree root, um, and you think it's a body, but then you walk up to it, and it's just definitely a tree root. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy thinks that we should move. going to try to understand how far away from the time that we died is this. You two, you are basically, if we were to put like your mortal years that you wear up in the uh, ethereal plane, you're about a uh, hundred years older than you're supposed to be. Um, Am I the same? Well, you was, are basically the me. same as them. All right. Yeah. Cool. And do I, re- do I see Sochil having the same same kind of anachronistic feeling that this is the same geographical locations but the things around do not seem the same like i'm trying to understand who else on the group does not find this place familiar but i'm not trying to ask that i'm just okay um you need to do an insight check my man cool inside or investigation that should be an investigation see this is why i have you on here to question me and make me think Am I saying the right thing at the right time? More than likely not. Okay. Got oh, I got a thirteen. Oh damn, you're too under what I got. You notice that some of y'all are pretty. I mean, other than the shell shock of watching your whole home be kind of reduced to nothing but dirt, most of y'all just seem kind of confused and out of out of the ordinary. But yeah, but once again, you do kind of know the layout of this area because again, you grew up in this country. Um, you are royalty, so you definitely have visited through here before. Okay. I'm going to mention, after being disappointed, that Dizzy did say we should dip out, and, you know, how we already got the lay of the land. Um, I'm just going to ask, what the fuck are we going to do? Because, obviously, agreeing with Dizzy here, you got to get the fuck out of here. Or what Dulu season communicates to you, hey, there's a building over there that's still standing. It seems pretty far away. Uh, I think we can go look at that, right? Why not? I mean, you have nowhere else to go. I'm going to just look at Dizzy and see if he agrees or not. Dizzy nods. 
Dooley just like kind of doesn't wait and just kind of flies to y'all. As he's flying to y'all, he lands on the sign of the building, like half of the sign of the building because the other half's on the floor. Um, and as you guys walk up to it, you do notice that it has uh, some Sylvan spelling to it. Wait, no, not Sylvan. Sorry, Elvin. Oh, uh, I read it. It basically just says like Afton J. Aligus Library. Oh, this is where I was. Yeah, I, I think that's where the building was too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, before I died, I mean. Uh, were you here to study? Yeah. Yeah, the school was right around the corner from here. Was it this hectic outside while you were in there? Yeah, were you were you studying war? Oh hell no. It was pretty normal. There was a lot of tension, but like... Dude lies down from the sign and lands back on your soldier, Cyrus. But he kind of nudges you into a certain direction inside the library. By the way, half the library is like standing. The other half is completely open. Like, he got hit directly by a bomb. Yeah, I could see that. That's why I said, yeah, it was there. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, look at Satan and I'm gonna ask if this is where we did one of our contracts. If we took someone out here in the past. Uh, could I take a look around the area of the library and see what I can see? Um, yes. So for you, uh, Bo, do a history check. Um, I'm going to make that. I'm just going to make it like in the middle of the road. Do a DC 10. For you, Bo. Uh, Bo shit. Yan. Bo Yan. I keep seeing the J. I'm like, Bo John. But Bo Yan. Um, for you, I want you to do a... Wait, you don't live here, so you wouldn't really know this? But... No, yeah, that's why I want to take a look. I'll do DC 12. I'm also wanting DC 12. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, I got a 15 on my history. I got a 4. So you have not done a hit here, but you have been through here. You were looking for books. Basically, your parents were doing a simple parade here, and you broke off at one point and got to the into the library got to look at a couple of books this was when it's earlier stage so they didn't have a grandiose library full of magical tomes and whatnot they just had kind of regular books on this the history of arcania as well as some ge geographical albums okay well. so i'm gonna excuse myself and i'm gonna tell satan that just ping me whenever we are ready to leave but i'm gonna see where the Book of Elysium, where, like, I'm going to try to trace where the other books went. Is anybody nearby? Um, Yeah, that's, can we get, like, what I, because I rolled a four. You got a four in perception. Yeah. So, wait, uh, is this? Wait, 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 four, wait, four plus six. So, ten. So, <laughs> yes. are you checking out the library itself, or are you checking out the surrounding area around the library? Surrounding area around the library, because we're outside by the sign that's, like, split in half, looking at the, you know, half building standing. I want to see what's around me, like see if people are coming, what's around me, type of situation. All right. Oh, if it was that, then you should have had it lower than 12. I would have given you 10. So for 10, I'll just give you 10 because that passes. You don't see any immediate danger, but you definitely do hear maybe a couple of tanks rolling close by. And you still do hear planes kind of flying over, taking out any other uh, airships that are nearby. Dead bodies on the floor. How many? And like, Dead what, what am I? Yeah, it's a soldier, civilian, anything. You do, you do see a dead body. You do see a dead body. Um, it's actually under the books. They're not dead. They look dead, but you can see them slightly moving every now and then. A civilian, soldier, civilian. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up to them. Uh, hello. 
Hey, how are you doing there, pal? I can't feel my legs. Oh, uh, you what? can't feel your leg. You're going to be bleeding what out happened? to death. What? Um, it looks like uh, you got bombed, friend. It looks like war. Oh, my God. Can you get this thing I, off? I'm not... Um, I, I, you know, I feel like I should bludgeon you with a book. Why? You oh. don't have legs. I'm not a doctor. It's the, the easiest way to help you. Help me, dude. Just get me... Ah. Dude, is he hitting um, range at all? I mean, like of sight from the rest of the did group. Did you walk up to him? No, I just curious if we're in. I there. mean, there's no like door, so like you could kind of see everything in there. So it's not like yeah, the door is the giant gaping yeah, hole. Yeah, like there's nothing really hidden per se. Is there anything falling apart around us? No, the second floor is now merged with the first floor. Books are everywhere. There's a shelf that has definitely fallen down. In the back wall, there is a mural of a whole city which shows you some things, but obviously since half the building has been ripped to shreds, you only get half of it. Okay, um, so I'm going to continue talking to this guy. Um, so, so books are on him or a bookshelf? Part of a bookshelf is on him. Dizzy runs over. Same. Okay, fuck. Can y'all give me medical attention somehow, please? God. Oh, um, gosh, dude. I'm going to try to lift whatever's on his legs. Okay. I'm going to try to assist. Oh, shit. That's going to be a strength check. Okay, um, you said you're assisting? Yeah, I'm assisting too. Advantage doesn't stack, so. Yeah, but we can all live together anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say that's going to be. How. Mateus, you're like a teenager. Or like the. Almost an adolescent. I'm basically still a teenager. I'm still a teenager. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's like an 18. Dizzy's 27 and 6'3. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, Well, can can I see if there's any. Like um, medicine or something that I know that can help. You want to do a medicine check? Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What was that sign about no magic users and persecution or whatever? Ah, uh, okay. So first of all, let's do that strength check first. That's going to be a DC of 18. What? Okay. But you all have advantage, so you are all rolling. If two of y'all can hit anything close to it, I'll grant y'all it. If two of you both hit something close to 18. So like Maybe 17, 16. Um, or what, is, what is this loose dungeon master? I got a 17. Oh, yeah, 17? Okay, we just need one more person to get like a 17. I got a 3, and I have minus 1 strength. <laughs> so. That's nowhere near a so, 17. Um, <laughs> you, you're acting like you're helping, but you're really not. I only got 10 plus 1 is 11. I'm really thinking we should have bludgeoned this guy to what death. What are you saying, man? We're going to try as hard as possible. Are y'all going to do something, or am I just going to die here, please? I, you know, I kind of want to kill you, but they don't want to kill you. Why the fuck would you want to kill me? Satan, just for reference, everyone else has made strength checks, and based on whether you're trying to save this guy, you can make it. But since I hear this commotion going on, I'm going to give him bardic inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Rolled 19 and a 3. Oh, okay, cool. With Satan's help at the last minute, he basically lifts the bookshelf with you, it seems super light for him. I guess he was working out that day. He got really juiced. Um, and he lifts it off, lifts off the bookshelf. And this guy is just leaning there. Sochi, you said you want to do a medicine check, right? That's correct. What What is your character class? Uh, Half-elf druid. I'll say yours is 15. I got a 16. So you see this guy, his left leg has definitely been like crushed and broken. And his right leg seems perfectly fine. He does look like he has had a little bit of internal bleeding in that leg, though. He's been here for a couple of hours. 
How is how bad does it look, guys? Uh, he'll be fine. Uh, I'm looking for a big book to put you out of your misery, friend. Will you stop it with that? We gotta help him. Um, you can't, are you sure he's here to help? Because he keeps saying he's gonna kill me, and I don't. No, don't listen to him. He's going to look You're for gonna, supplies. We're gonna, we're gonna help you through. Maybe y'all just do a fucking spell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I look for. I look around if I can make a makeshift. Um, I'm gonna start counting filter. down now. Five. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna four, do a no healing, no jutsu. Three. With a book to the back of his head. One. If he needs help, then one of you can just call out to me because you all know that I can do some magic. Um, he's basically passing out. He's dying now. He is. So one of you just call out to me. Bo, he failed his here. first death save. You, you, you know magic, Bo. Failed his second cool. death save. And I have. He's dead now. No. I, see. I no. should have just—I should have done it myself. Nobody he was bleeding out. Any magic? What the fuck? I have healing magic, but I'm not with you guys, so. So, um, now that this guy's dead, could I like, um, start ravaging his pockets, seeing whatever the heck he had? On he him? has nothing in him on him. Like he was just at a library. I'm looking for like a wallet, a library card, money. I've never been here. I need. I need. I need to figure out where I like. There's nothing. This was a dude who just felt like checking out a book today. Um, and then he, but he needs to have like a wallet or a library card or something. Yeah, his leg got crushed, so I don't know. You want to look into his yeah, but, bloody pocket? Yeah, wow. yeah, I'm pickpocketing the guy. I'm like, I'm uh, um, okay. Yes, you do find a wallet, you see a library card as well. This guy's name was Jim Longfoot. Jim Longfoot, yeah. that's like unfortunate. <laughs> that is ironic, more like Jim Smearfoot. How much, how much, how much money did John have in his wallet? Like maybe like five gold pieces, dude. All right, I'm. I, I I would like to look around to see if there was any witnesses. I'm taking everything he um, has. Um, there's no witnesses. You don't have to worry about. Okay. However, I am going to do a roll real quick. Fifteen. Um, no one comes up so far. Are we all in the library right now, or or nearby the library? No. So majority of us are. Bo is not there. He's you know checking stuff out. Um. And I am here ravaging through. I'm pickpocketing a guy that just died. Dulu leans over to you, Cyrus. Is like this guy's fucked. Y'all were doing that. I specifically didn't join because I went into the library. That's where uh, Dooley was telling me to go. So I just said okay. And I thought you were over there helping, so I didn't bother to show up. Yeah, I think we both both of the people who could have helped the Longfoot out were not there. But now that Boyan has called out for me, I'm with the group. But, like, what do I learn about where the books are? So right now, you don't learn anything too much about the books other than that you still have yours. Um, your book does give off an aura to it, though, when you're nearby it. So that's something that you should also keep track of. If you have this feeling of aura around you, which we can do a luck roll every now and then, see if you're getting close to it. But right now, these are just all regular books around you. Once again, though, Half the library is here. They are still weaponry rolling through. So I did say, though, there was a wall on that back end with a mural of the city and a map of it. I scribed the map. Cool. So <laughs> that was the best transition for me to like, get y'all to look at the fucking wall. <laughs> I'm over here pickpocketing a guy, and I just got five gold. You also had an opportunity to talk to the dead dude, and y'all just didn't. <laughs> Well, I wanted to kill him. 
and I wanted to stop him from fucking oh killing someone. Because he, he couldn't feel his legs. He was bleeding out, so I'm like, I'm not a doctor. Maybe we should have tried to help him. juiced information from him, not waited for him to die. <laughs> I'm gonna ask who who noticed the no magic sign? I definitely did, because I was like, oh boy, I might be up Shit's Creek if I can't even do prestidigitation without people freaking out. So, a little bit of background knowledge here. There isn't a no magic sign. In Arcania, magic is okay. However, the attacking forces did drop flyers in the area saying, if you use magic, like, turn them into us. There's a warning. I see. So, now that we have this information. I'm gonna ask around the group who all does know magic. I I I do not. I I've seen the books. No, I can't do magic. I might know something. I can. I uh, my mom was a witch. She taught me, you know, basic stuff. I went to magic school. Did all that. No big deal. Uh, I'm not like a super advanced magic user, but you know. Warlock for a reason. Cool. Bo looks at Dizzy. Dizzy can do small things. Cure wounds. And marking prey. Someone give me... Give me a history check. I can do that. 13. 11. 7. I got an 8. From what you can see so far, Irum is actually not a a city too far away from the Dark Entry Forest. But also, you know that if you go southbound, you'll run into another city. Since this one has been kind of bombed to shit and there are invading forces here, you probably don't want to stay here for very long. So you have two options on that. You can either go eastward towards the DEF or you can go southwestern to the next city of Ishtal. Does Dizzy know where they are? I would say, Dizzy, you have a vague semblance of the geography of Arcania. You've been mostly brought up around forests, uh, or the forests. Does he know that? Does he know that the forest is that way? Uh, survival check. Twelve. You kind of still have zero clue where you are. That's great. Uh, once again, you are familiar to this place. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna roll another luck check, and I'm gonna give you six seconds to decide what you want to do. What do we prefer? Do we prefer the forest or do we prefer more cities? Does he prefer the forest? I feel like I need a refresher on what our overall goals are. Like, I know we're in a library. And I remember something about auras around books. But I don't know what Dulu was leading me towards. Okay, kid. Basically. This is in your head now, by the way. I'm just trying to do that. It's easier. Um, But basically... uh. You have to save the world along with these people. Um, it's not going to be easy, obviously, since one of them seems to have a kill boner on everyone except the person he's supposed to kill. Um, but yeah, so Tree Kid, he wants to go bring back his tribe. Uh, the Bow Boy, he needs to go find his brother. Um, Mateus, or the girl who I should be bonded with because you are not him or her. Not- enough. Um, not hurtful at all. <laughs> it's fine. Don't I, don't worry about it. Can I like? Where, where's this happening? Is like the bird on his shoulder this is in talking to him? Cyrus's head. No, I know, but where's the bird on his shoulder? Yes. Okay. Can I like sneak up with a book and just whack it? No. Um, that'd be very disadvantageous <laughs> right now. 
um, especially since he's kind of giving you a lay of the land. Um, but yeah, the girl, she needs to basically it. unlock all her family secrets and kind of bring her family together. And that's the powwow. This kid needs to go kill every Ujalan citizen or capital member, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, boo, yeah, he needs, he's the one who really needs to get his shit together. Um, save the world, get all the books, bring it back to Sibith, so then we don't die a second time, yeah? Okay, whatever makes Sibith happy, let's just do that, and, and we'll get on with our lives. So I got a 22. Right as Imprindulu is just done telling Cyrus everything, whack, a book comes out of nowhere and just suddenly just goes flying across the sky. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> Piece of shit talking shit. That no, makes Cyrus very angry. Because <laughs> oh, that's fuck. his pet and friend. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Old 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 Impendudu can do a little bit of a little fatting himself. Just right now, I think we should get the fuck out of here because um this is the DM not talking. I just rolled a nat one. So um a tank just rolled up near your position. I'm gonna do a perception check. God. Um, yeah, this is what happens when you just stay in the area that I told you to get the fuck out of. Uh, I look at Matthias and I'm like, is that thing a car? It's a knife. It doesn't see you, but things will be getting worse. We uh, So how, what, is, what is the exit strategy outside of this library? Obviously, there's a giant rubble hole. We're kind of inside the library. Like, the hole. It is literally the fucking hole. Can we run toward the mural? Yeah, let's run towards the wall. Like, meet up with Bo over there. And see if like we can find a back exit. I, I started booking it over there. Okay, so you all now look at the wall. You all see both the southwestern direction towards Ishtal, Ishtal or the eastern direction towards uh, the dark entry forest. I say let's go to the forest. Seeing the forest, Dizzy agrees. Okay. I think we should go to the city to find allies. Cyrus, Cyrus, if I could say anything to you right now. Um... These guys, uh, these are Zanians. They hate magic. Um, don't want anything to do with it. So, uh, I'm pretty sure they would not want to go to this fucking forest. I'm thinking, because if we go to a... F- well, here's the thing. A city is under attack, like, right now. If they're focused on this city, they're not focused on another. I'm gonna make... A history check on the forest because the forest seems to have been around for a really long time. You probably don't even have to roll for that. I'm not even going to make you roll. Um, so, the Dark Entry Forest. It has been around since basically the founding of Arcania. Y'all know this, uh, especially you, Satan, and you, Bo, as a place that a lot of um, citizens usually would drop off their magical animals if they couldn't really take care of them anymore. This is a magical place for sure. Both plants and animals have been imbued with magic since they kind of evolved and were brought up there. And you know this as a place that Zanines definitely don't want to go to. It's a lot of terrain that they would have to go through. Tanks won't easily be able to go through. The infantrymen will take a long while to walk through this point. But you do know that if you travel properly, um, it will be safe. Cool. I'm going I'm to say all of that to the rest of the group. And uh, I'm going to ask Satan to keep his blades ready. All right. So you guys already start to head in the direction. The tank rolls by without even checking any of its corners. They kind of, I guess the, the, the drivers were just tired and they don't really give a shit. You know, war changes people. It drains people, all that sort of 
shit. Listen to Fallout 4, basically. Um, it'll say everything I want to say, uh, but just better. So you'll keep walking through. As you walk through the city and you start to go eastward, you start to notice that the sounds of war start dying down and that you start to see that these buildings are starting to get spaced out more and more until you run across a suburb. And in this suburb, what you will notice here is that there's a couple of dead Zanians just laying on the floor. They seem to be ripped apart. Then you see a large mass of civilians who seem to have also died. There were about three to four civilians laying down in this sort of field. Within this field, there are seemingly some scarecrows, and it looks like maybe a wheat field or something like that. This suburb was not really developed all the way, so it's still used partially as farmland as well. What happened here? Can I pit pocket all three of them? Yes, you can pick pocket all three of them. I'll roll, I'll roll three times for that. First roll, I got a 19. Awesome. Then you don't have to roll again. I'll just say you get all three of them. So with the first one, there is no weapons on them. It seems like the weapons were destroyed within the fight that they were in. Second one, he got a note that says, Sergeant Brecknan, we've been ordered by Lord Corso to rid the city of magic and those who possess it, especially the non-magical human Bellamy Valenciano, for he leads a small chapter of the ARF. Find the hymn child as well. We've heard that he has been seen. And find the divine books. We are only in need of two now. If any resistance is met, smut it out. If you do, you'll receive a promotion and you will be able to go home. Um, okay, and then what about the third guy? Uh, the third guy has a note from his wife saying that she misses him and loves him dearly. Be safe and to keep out of trouble. Is there an address, and are there any weapons on the last two? No, once again, they're all destroyed. Hey, can I keep that note, actually? Which note? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, wait. uh, What about their uniforms? Like, do they have their uniforms? I mean, yeah, they have fatigues on, but their fatigues are full of holes and tears. I'm going to take one of their uniforms. Okay. Um, Are you going to wear it? Uh, Much later, but I'm just going to, you know, keep it. Okay, cool. Just put that in your inventory. Yeah. All right. And then, so now that you told me what the note has, um, since I'm going to be like, I found a note. Did you communicate all the, what was on the note to everyone? Uh, yes. All right. But I'm going to give it to Cyrus because he asked for it. Cyrus. Cyrus, my bad. Ah, shit, kid. Um, that doesn't spell good for you. And I believe that name sounds a little bit familiar. I don't know. Like the girl, wait, ask the girl, what's her last name? Oh, no, no, no. I, I was talking about the love note. Oh, you want the fucking love note? That's what, what I asked. Fuck. The other information I thought yeah. was public knowledge, but I guess both things would be important. So, But I asked for the love letter. Yeah, I, I figured you asked for the That's the one I gave to him. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. You keep the love note. It smells of lilacs and lavender. And... Does it have an address on it? No, this is... No. <laughs> Don't go hunt her down. If the second part of the note was public information, I'm going to ask Mateus if she knows anything about this. Because she said her full name when she first introduced herself. That's true. Oh, gosh. That's my brother. He's alive. I got to find him, man. Does it say anywhere in, in that note where, where he's going? Um, I can't find anything, but I'll give um, Mateus the note. 
so she can inspect it further. You guys looking for family too? Looks like it, Jersey. Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. Beyond the field, there's the forest. We can get out of here and start our fucking journey of saving the fucking world. Okay. Dulu says head that way for the forest. I, I would like to get out of sight myself, honestly. I just want to find a gun. And that's where we'll end our session. Thank you all for listening to another episode of A Dead Man's Roll, the Acacia Campaign. We really appreciate the listens. Please give us a five-star review. Leave some comments down below. we really like to hear your feedback. And if you want to hang out with us sometime, please join our Discord. Join our TikTok. Join our Twitter. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate that. We are out there. We are on Apple. We are on Google. We are on Amazon. We are on anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Please follow us, and uh, thanks for listening. And once again, see you soon. Ha, 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 ha.